This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. It's been a great morning, and if you've missed any of our delightful conversation, you can go to realpresenceradio.com. You can look at, listen to our podcast. We usually post them um, the day of or the day after. Or you can go to our app and download it. Take us wherever you go, and our podcasts are on the app, too. Do you have the app, Mom? No, but I do have Real oh Presence Radio. Oh, my gosh. I you have are it, not my mother. I have it on all my computers, and, and I never go anywhere. I, <laughs> I never go anywhere. <laughs> I, I live 11 blocks from work, so I'm in my car, and I have just enough time to listen to Teresa Tamio on the way to work. <laughs> and usually, I, uh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> she'll digress, folks. So thanks for joining us, and uh, we've had a great morning so far, and we're moving right along. Our next guest, Steve Shones. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning. Thanks for stopping in and visiting with us. How are you? Hey, doing great. Uh, good. It's been a busy time of year with the annual appeals going for various dioceses, including ours. Yeah. So. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do for work. Well, I kind of wear two hats uh, for our diocese here in Fargo. Um, I'm the director of stewardship and development, so help with our annual appeal, help parishes, help uh, any Catholic ministries with their fundraising needs or um, stewardship needs. And then mm-hmm. on the other side of the equation, I'm also the president of our foundation, which holds a number of endowments or scholarships for oh, parishes or cemeteries or schools uh, for their ongoing support and work. So you've got a big job. Well, I wouldn't say big. It's a- you, keep, you keep the grease so that we can go. Well, that's a little joke in our office. I'm the person that tries to get the money in so the others can spend it to to evangelize and and to to do all the programming that they need. And and I tell you what, we certainly can't do what we do if it isn't for, you know, the faithful to uh, live a stewardship life. So we're very thankful. Well, and I think it's a great calling that not everyone is called to do the work that you do. Um, in what way do you think God has called you to do this work? Well, um, you know, everyone, everyone that walks on this earth has got gifts that they've been given by God. And, mm-hmm. and I think I have a set of talents or gifts, and I certainly hope that I'm putting them to work uh, in my work for the church every day mm-hmm. uh, to advance his mission. And uh, it, that, yeah, so it's very fulfilling for me. Well, and I, and I know this is kind of, I'm sure you're not expecting these questions from me, but I'm known for that, uh, Steve, so you'll get used <laughs> no, it's to good. it. <laughs> but I think it takes a really special person. You say to somebody, do you want to go raise funds? And they just... Uh, I mean, it's just their like, eyes glaze over and they run, They, run, you know, so I, I just wanted to say thank you for the work that you do, because it's difficult work, but it's also very rewarding work. Can you talk a little bit about the rewarding side? Absolutely. Um, you know, when you were talking there, it kind of brought back memories of when I interviewed for this position. My last interview mm-hmm. was with Bishop Aquila, who now Archbishop mm-hmm. Aquila in Denver. 
Mm-hmm. And he had a few questions and what have you. And, and I said, here's the deal, Bishop. Um, if you're asking me or if you're looking for somebody who is going to go out and twist arms um, to give to their church or whatever, um, mm-hmm. I'm not your guy. But if you're looking for someone to help people do what they want to do and to ah. to preach, you know, stewardship and to educate mm-hmm. and what have you, then I think I'm your guy. And so I want to be a help. I want to I want to help people on their journey of stewardship as a way of life, uh, to live life the way Christ has called us to, and because uh, we're all trying to get to the same place, right? Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> I love it. I love that perception that you have for your work. Um, so let's talk a little bit. It's towards uh, we're all doing our taxes and whatnot. Um, how can we uh, help to promote our charitable contributions? Yeah, that's a, it's a great question. It's kind of a very wide open question. It really is. You can take it wherever you want. Right. <laughs> well, thank you. Oh, shoot. Um, I tell you, you know, as far as charitable giving, uh, let me just talk mm-hmm. about that. Charitable giving is kind of the, the physical act of saying, okay, here's what I have. I'm going to give it to charity. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a church, cemetery, school, what have you. Um, stewardship is a little bit different in the fact that it's saying, okay, I have gifts, I have uh, assets, I have um, these things that God has given me, and I'm using them in a very thoughtful and spiritual way, hoping to increase them and give them back to the Lord. And so the two tie together really well. Um, The fact that if we're living a stewardship life, uh, a call to discipleship, um, then we are going to be charitable and we're going to give uh you know we're going to get into the act of charitable giving um and if it's with our talents or if it's with our um dollars in our bank account or whatever but yeah right now um a lot of people are doing their taxes and what have you it's based on what they did in the year 2020 right um so for a real act of time for a lot of dioceses and a lot of foundations catholic foundations is towards the end of 2020 where people are trying to make some plans. Um, and there, I tell you what, there's a lot of, a, a lot of tax incentives uh, for charitable giving. Well, and I think now is probably when people are realizing that they're not taking the full benefit of what they could be by doing their taxes and being like, hey, we're missing out. You know, so let's replan for this 2022 or 2021 year coming up. You know, how can people plan differently and so that their taxes look differently? Yeah, you know, and the, you know, the big one is, um, you know, of course, you get a federal uh, charitable deduction on gifts to charity. Mm-hmm. And that's if you do uh, itemize. And as we all know, the itemized, the standard deduction went up considerably the last four years. And I believe it's like 12000 plus individual, 24000 thereabouts. For uh, married, um, so if you itemize and you go higher than that, then then makes sense. But uh, one of the areas where we're seeing a lot of activity, um, and I and I know it's just not in our diocese, is people using their IRA uh, required minimum mm-hmm. distribution mm-hmm. because that's a taxable event when you take those dollars out. But if you say, you know what, I want to take these dollars from my IRA and give it to, 
you know, uh, our annual appeal at the diocese, or I want to give it to the school, the Catholic school, or I want to send it to the cemetery. Um, that's a tax-free event. And, uh, and so a lot of people are taking advantage of that. And we're seeing a lot of checks come in from the custodians of these IRAs, from individuals. Hmm. So if people aren't familiar with how to do all of these kinds of things, where do they go? Well, um, depending on what diocese you belong to, you know, you, the first step is to uh, reach out to your stewardship and development director at your diocese. That'd be a mm-hmm. great spot. Um, I know that the websites for various dioceses in our area, you know, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and the beyond, um, have great websites, great information there. If you went to like the Fargo Diocese website, you'd be able to click and through and, and see uh, a lot of information regarding uh, ways to give. Hmm. And so then by coming to someone like you, you could help maximize the amount that they're giving also instead of doing it by yourself. Right. I mean, I definitely would share ideas. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's individual, everyone's uh, situation is specific to them. Um, and we definitely don't want to start acting like experts, uh, <laughs> like, you know, become a, a lawyer or a tax attorney. Right. But uh, point them in the direction where they can hopefully find some of those answers for them. But uh, we certainly try to get out information that uh, may be very helpful to the, you know, our faithful and, and make their situation um, a little bit better. Right. Well, and I think, too, um, looking at some of, uh, you know, when you're creating a will, and maybe we can get into this after the break, um, but creating a will, I think people have more assets than they know. And I think people are waiting till the last minute sometimes to discuss those assets and what to do with them after they're gone. So can we talk a little bit about that after the break? Absolutely. That's great. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back more with Steve Shones, he is the development director at the Fargo Diocese, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. And I'm Linda Baldwin. And we're broadcasting today from the Mustard Seed Bookstore in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We're just having a conversation with Steve Schoens, the Development Director in the Fargo Diocese. Thanks, Stephen, or Steve for joining Steve. us. Steve. Steven. Steve. Or, or as <laughs> some people that knew me back in the day, they'd say Shonzi. Shonzi. I like it. <laughs> well, we were just talking about ways to uh, give. And, and before break, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, thinking about your will. Um, for Nobody likes to think about their wills. But I also want to encourage people to maybe seek advice from someone like you, Steve, when they're creating their wills, just because you don't have to be the millionaire to leave a contribution to your church. Can you fill the blank in? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think I can talk on this. I could talk, you know, for 20 minutes on this if you wanted me to. Okay. But uh, no, it's, here's the deal, is that if we are going to live life as a Christian steward, um, we are going to be using the, you know, all things that God has given us, you mm-hmm. know, um, our life insurance, our checking accounts, our, you know, all, all, all the assets that we have, and, and justice, and share them, and, and tend to them, um, and hopefully increase them uh, to the Lord in the end. And by doing so, doing a will or making some estate plans is right in line with what we're trying to do as mm-hmm. living uh, a, a Christian way of life or as christian stewardship um and uh you know having a will yeah it's a piece of cake um there's a lot of ways to do it i mean there's a lot of folks that will go see um an expert uh an attorney and Mm -hmm. and of course that is a that's a great way um can be anywhere from 300 bucks to a thousand bucks or more depending on how complicated the the plan is there's some things out there they can do online. Um, and in our state, there's what we call a holographic will. You can actually write it out in your own handwriting, hmm. sign it, date it, and it's accepted. Hmm. So um, it's not always the best way to do things, especially if it could be challenged. Uh, right. Um, there's no witness and there's no um, another signature. Uh, 
so so yeah having a, a will in place it's a piece of cake um there's there's ways uh, put in there make provisions for charity um and in our case as catholics we want to make sure that we make provisions for our church or cemetery or catholic schools if that's near and dear mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of clever planning that's involved there right so thinking about this year, how have things looked on a donation standpoint for the the Fargo area, because that's the area that you are involved with? Have donations been down this year, or how is it looking? Yeah, i I got to say that it's been pretty steady. Wow. Um, our annual appeal was a, a tiny bit off this last year, mm-hmm. and part of that was probably because we went through about two, three months of not being in the church at all. Mm-hmm. And I know that it really affected uh, some of our parishes with their offertory. Um, but it's amazing how people said, you know what, we need to make sure that we take care of our church um, in whatever capacity that is to get through this hardship of a year. And people really, really responded. And I think that that is kind of across the board in a lot of our neighboring dioceses as well, mm-hmm. uh, from what I've heard. And we're so thankful. Um, I think it's a, a real reflection of our, the faithful saying, you know what, my church, my family mm-hmm. is important, and I need to make sure that's a priority in our charitable giving. And mm-hmm. so we're seeing that. I tell you what, um, and it's not just our diocese again, but we're seeing um, an aptitude among the faithful about understanding how important endowment giving is and how that affects the long-term um, giving to various ministries in our in our church, um, we're seeing a considerable bump in giving to endowments within our foundations, and uh, that's going to help for years and years and years to come. So, so explain to me what an endowment is. An endowment is simply uh, a fund, usually held within the foundation, and I believe all of our dioceses in the in the three state area have um, have foundations, and an endowment is principally it, the 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 dollars or the the amount of the fund isn't touched. It's just the earnings that is used to support the ministry. Hmm. And so, um, if you got a thousand dollars in a fund, uh, and if you distribute. Um, Ten percent annually—that's you know a hundred dollars uh, a year to that ministry that it can just always count on. Right. Or if it's five percent, it's fifty bucks, or whatever. So uh, that's how that works. And we got people that say, you know what, we really want to set. We, I, in fact, I just this morning uh, sent out a thank you to a gentleman whose mother who passed away. Before she passed away, she set up an endowment in her and her late husband's name to provide scholarships for kids who want to go to a Catholic school. And so when she passed away, there was, uh, she made provisions in her will that these many dollars were going to go to this endowment in her and her late husband's name. Um, and what a wonderful gift, what a wonderful legacy, um, to not only the people that will benefit from it, but for her family members, because, her son contacted me and said, would you please send me like an acknowledgement so I can share it with all my family members and nieces and nephews in case they would like to support this endowment as well. Mm, so they and, can contribute to it. Yeah. So it's, 
it's kind of passing on those values, those, that beliefs to to others uh, within the family. So. When you were talking about stewardship and using um, your gifts, you know, building it up for the making the kingdom better. The, our first talk this morning was about third world countries, and you feel guilty, you know, that you have things and they don't have anything. And so when you use the stewardship language, it takes away that guilt of I have something because it teaches me how to use it in a way that God wants me to use it. He didn't put me in a third world um, mm. place to live as with nothing. I'm here, you know, in the most affluent place and mm. and I you can feel such guilt that you aren't a third world kid crawling around in the dirt wishing for a wheelchair. You just feel so guilty and so I'm glad of your definition. Would you say your definition again? Because that really does hit me that I should, you know, I You're don't have the mindset of it exactly like you said it, and, and it just was a beautiful way to say it. Could you say it again? Well, there was a, a number of bishops that got together in 1992, and they kind of put together a definition of, of uh, Catholic stewardship or Christian stewardship, and it basically goes like this. Um, one who receives God's gifts gratefully, cherishes and tends to them in responsible and accountable manner, shares them in justice and love with others, and returns them with increase to the Lord. And if we are choosing to live a Christian stewardship life, then, then we are being a disciple of Jesus Christ. And you cannot be a disciple of Jesus Christ if you're not living a, a stewardship way of life. Uh, it's just hand in hand. Um, and so that's, it's, it's kind of profound, but it's very simple too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think about the, th- the parable of uh, the master and his, uh, the, the, the three uh, yes. workers. Yes. Mm-hmm. And right. he gave all three <laughs> talents. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, first, yep. the first two went out, invested wisely, what have you. And then brought him back with increase. And, you know, Master was like, that's awesome. Good job, you guys. You deserve this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. And the third one buried it. <laughs> and he brought it back. And he said, well, this is what I got. Aren't you happy with me? He goes, no, I'm not happy with you because you didn't do anything with the, what I gave mm-hmm. you. And so I think about that with where we are. We're in, a, we're in this wonderful country that we live in. We have so many things at our disposal yeah. compared to the third world. Mm-hmm. Um, then let's use it wisely. Let's use it for the good of others. Let's let's uh, take what we got, use them lovingly, and increase them, and give them back. Mm, love it. Yeah. Where can people go to find that that definition? Who who wrote it again? It was um, there was an ad hoc committee that was established by the USCCB back in 1992. It's. Mm. Uh, it's so bo- it's on USCCB then, probably. Right. But it's also uh, at catholicstewardship.org. It's, uh, that's the International Catholic Stewardship Conference. It's also there. And it's a, it's a book called Stewardship, A Disciple's Response. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good read. Mom's ready to order it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just send her a copy. <laughs> Well, Steve, thanks so much for joining us today. It was a great pleasure, and thank you for the work you do. Well, thank you, and thank you for all you do. 
because you truly are giving of your talents. Amen. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you. All right, Mom, that's the end of the show. Oh, my gosh, you go so fast. I know. What, what a good show it was. And we have stuff planned for tomorrow. That's kind of what I do. Kind of what you do, huh? Therese and I do it. <laughs> so, Therese, are you with us? And can you tell us what's going on tomorrow? Yes, I am. So, the next Real Presence Live, tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Jack and Doreen Canelli are your hosts, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Does the architecture in our churches have meaning? Father Damien Schill will be on to discuss this. And Father Charles LaCroix will talk about how the Annunciation is a holy day for our time. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, and that's Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. All right. Thanks, Therese. Mm -hmm. So... I love architecture. Yeah, no kidding. Like, That'll I be good. It. I want to see, I can't wait to listen. I'm such a nerd. I'm like, I can't wait to listen to that. That's going to be so good. Not yet. <laughs> so, thanks for hosting with me, Mom. Yeah, thanks for coming to the store. Coming to the store. She's, <laughs> and now I have to escape the store. Folks. Oh, yeah, that will that won't be so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I always every, have something I want. Every time I come, she's like, can you just do this really quick? And there's no such thing as really quick. <laughs> so I guess I know what I'll be doing for my lunch break. <laughs> but... Um, we are grateful that you listened to us this morning, and if you missed any of our great show, you can always tune in at realpresenceradio.com, and we'll have the podcast up later today or tomorrow. We also put the podcast up on our free app, so you can choose to listen there if you've missed any of our great conversations. Um, we also launched a brand new show this morning, so if you missed that, it's called Awaken. It's with our executive director, Mark Holcraft, and his brother, Dr. Joe Holcraft, and they're talking about how to awaken uh, your spiritual life within. So it's a really good show. They had a great discussion this morning, so if you've missed that, be sure to go look for it on realpresenceradio.com. Um, it was... Uh, that's going to be a great show. We're yeah, gonna, that sounds good. We're going to have it every... So Rutten Radio plays every the first Wednesday of every month at 7 a.m. And then Mark Holcraft and Dr. Holcraft are going to be on the second and fourth Wednesdays, 7 a.m. every other week. And so I'm trying to get new local programming other than Real Presence Live. Oh, cool. On the Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m. And so we're working out some other shows that um, I have ideas for. Um, so stay tuned, and we'll see if we can't get all local stuff. Woohoo! That'll be good. That'll yeah. be good. So brothers, brothers, brothers. Now we need a sister act. Oh. So any of you sisters out there thinking? thinking I'm not. Thinking? I'm not asking Christine. You can forget it. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> be fun. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, EWTN coming up right after this. God bless. Have a great week. Bye. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. 
Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.